Welcome back to Capsuling with Dr. Trevor and I want to run a session here that talks about uh, unwanted and obtrusive thinking and it's certainly a brave person who seeks out help for thoughts which are essentially bad, violent, aggressive or sexual in nature and the fact that you've not acted on these thoughts doesn't always help because the terrifying aspect is that you might carry them out. So first let us clearly state that just about everyone has an obtrusive thought at some point. Perhaps you're standing on a busy platform in the underground and however fleetingly it just flashes through your mind, what if I were to push him off the platform into the path of the oncoming train? And you might pass this off as nothing more than the vagaries of an active mind and even giggle inwardly at the nonsense of it. For some, however, there starts an internal conversation uh, which goes something like, how could you think something like that? You must be messed up to have thoughts like that. And we all, nearly all, do have thoughts like that. Not because we want or intend to push someone in front of a train, but exactly the opposite. We're thinking about how senseless, terrible and destructive such an act would be. And as a result, the person with the negative thinking is then in a horrible spiral, questioning what sort of person they are uh, to have these thoughts. And the fact that the thoughts occur must sort of somehow point out that somehow they're at greater risk of living out the thoughts. If I ask a room of people if they've ever had such a strange thought, um, like the one that I've just mentioned, eight or nine out of ten people will put their hand up, uh, fairly nervously put their hand up. So the occurrence of obtrusive thoughts appears to be pretty common and in fact suggests they are in fact normal. But when these thoughts get stuck, people genuinely worry that the thoughts might lead to them doing the dreadful act. And the trouble with thoughts is the harder we try to push them away, the stronger they tend to become. Very often, and again, when I'm in a room full of trainees, I might ask them to spend two minutes not thinking about polar bears. You can think of anything at all that you like, but not of big, white, seal-hunting furry bears plodding over the ice. And you see the problem. We're not good at not thinking about something, as not thinking about it kind of involves thinking about it. I.e., the thought process is, what is it again that I should not be thinking about? So we strengthen the thought by trying to push it away, and naturally we try to push it away because it's horrible in this case. So here's a thought. How about relaxing a little and not trying to push the thought away? It does seem counterintuitive, but evidence suggests doing this might make the thoughts less stressful. It doesn't mean that you think the act or the image or the event that you're thinking is okay. It means that we have thoughts that were not asked for that just come into our minds and we can notice them without fear. We can choose to notice them in a sort of curious but yet detached way. Isn't it strange that minds work that way? Thoughts ricochet in and out of our minds all the time and we don't need to analyse all of them or try to work out the meaning. There may be no meaning at all and other stresses or traumatic events may have led to the thoughts occurring but pushing them away and trying to distract ourselves we uh, often strengthen them and make them make them worse. So you'll see a link to the, an article uh, at the bottom of the podcast and there's a table in there which is talking about the negative thought myths 
and antidotes to those myths. So if I give you some for examples, uh, it says something like this. This is a negative, negative thought myth. Thoughts are, or should be, under our control. And then the matching antidote would be, they are not. They ricochet into our heads all the time with loose and even non-existent connections. Uh, another myth could be, our thoughts are who we are. And the antidote, they're not. Our actions indicate who we are. And the thought is worrying because you don't want it to happen. Uh, which is good food for thought. If we think of an action, it makes it likely to happen. Antidote. A thought is not a message or a premonition. Despite what we think, we remember. Any thought we had that did come true, but we ignore the countless thousands that did not come true. So you see where we're going with that. There's a number of a number of thought myths, and the 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 table will uh, help with that by providing a antidote. And also, there's reference material here to. Um, Winston and Seif's excellent book on overcoming unwanted intrusive thoughts and also Russ Harris's work uh, around acceptance commitment therapy which I, I thoroughly re recommend both of those. So I hope that brief uh, session relating to obtrusive and unwanted thoughts was helpful. Uh, do remember that if you're suffering with a problem like that to get yourself straight away to a medical practitioner and get referred for professional help uh, and this is just designed as food for thought to help you get started.